Greetings everyone, this is V, aka Vernon English, and this is the ending of book two. And in my head I have like some imaginary music playing or something like this, but <laughs> I'm appreciative, thank you to all the listeners, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to my convoluted stories, and, and I appreciate it. Hit the subscribe button, let someone else know about these podcasts, and um, yeah, I look forward to more and more listeners, I'm truly, truly, super, 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 super thankful, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll jump into this. I'm truly um, amazed at how long it took to get to this point. It really honestly wasn't very long, but... I didn't think I would get the opportunity uh, to get to this point, um, never even considering starting a podcast, and then someone dropped that idea on me, and I held it close to the vest for a while, and honestly, I wanted to just have it as a personal project and do something that I had not done before, and having that and having the opportunity to do this and record it has been an honor and I am thankful for anyone who pays attention to it truly and I will not let them down uh, just by considering all of the different possibilities of what this podcast uh, has and the potential so I am going to do some really 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 cool things in the next coming weeks and it's bogging down to me finishing up the fourth book putting all my ideas out and I'm going to have a table of contents I'm going to talk about the characters I'm going to describe the characters and this is all before I even published this said book but in the process of this I will continue to show others how I go about writing a book and it's not so simple it's not uh, anything ridiculously fortuitous but it's something that I feel every writer should hear from their peer it's nothing that they can't do themselves first and foremost and that's big the overlaying thing but the ending of this book, I'm really, really excited. Oh, oh, I know. I wanted to make something of note. Okay. Here's the thing. Before I get to the ending of book two and how it all came about and all that cool story. Hold up, hold up. One second. I've argued this point before and I felt like I should make another point of it again. And... I stayed away from politics, I stayed away from many different things, uh, religion and many other things, just in general conversations on the street and in other personal conversations, almost as if it was like I was voting or something like that and no one deserves to hear or why I chose to vote. And it's my own personal choice, but I never wanted to be influenced into my art so much. Uh, those are different questions and are debates versus an actual exposition of explaining something. 
and I'm an artist and, and I say this to people and I had a piece that says I am literally just that, an artist. And those are to paint a picture, literally, of different scenarios and things and to have someone else get their own judgment and their own opinion from their work. And, excuse me, my work, essentially, since it belongs to the people. And I never felt that I should put something in there or some character is doing right or wrong. It, it has never been the case for me, uh, not once. Just in part of looking into human condition, personalities, everything. It, it never weighed on my shoulders as even uh, once how it impacts uh, certain people. Now it did, however, uh, come to mind as far as like over a extended period of time or the grand picture of things and the characters that I bring, but never to the point where I wanted it to have a, a specific message to someone uh, particularly or a group of people. That never was generally the case. Um, I look at the world quite, quite different and I'm a science fiction nerd and that's the purpose of if anybody asks me I'm generally not going to tell them my opinion on things it's neither here nor there <laughs> it truly only matters when the context of explaining something but not as to explain how I view life or or why life should be a certain way I, I never felt that so I just thought that should be of note artists get pegged under many different things and it's interesting when an artist gives their opinion towards something or they stand with something and how people judge them for that and if it's PETA and saving animals and sticking to that or being a vegan whatever the case may be um, it's a very egregious thing uh, to state it. it certain things for me need not be said and certain things shall remain a mystery as such just because uh, I feel like I shouldn't really share certain things. It, it should be a mystery to someone unless they truly really want to know. So if there's a question that the listeners want from me, uh, just send it in one of the polls or send me a message or DM me. I have my Instagram. I have other accounts. And I'm even on Amazon.com too. Which is a really cool thing, by the way. But it is just, it, it mystifies me as to why people expect artists to be them in a reflection. And that never is the case. It, you, you, you look at an artist because an artist is an artist. They're purposefully supposed to think different. If you are thinking about a social issue, if someone comes with a different idea you must understand that that person is not you. And the purpose of having a difference of opinion is literally in the description. So that's all, it's just curious. And this group mind think is a very interesting thing, uh, exceptionally when someone disagrees. And to have a, a different opinion in this day and age is a gift and to have an idea uh, that is different from everyone is also a, a gift that one would and should foster 
and to nurture that very, 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 very much. So, the thing that I wanted to talk about at the end of the story, which was end of book two, is that this was a great story. It was very, very fun. Uh, the characters, the development, it all differentiated from the first book, which was crazy. The first book in itself was just to explain, and I spent a large amount of time explaining scenarios. I spent a large amount of time explaining the characters, but the second book was a rhythm, and the second book, I expanded the world a bit more, and I'm at an honor, and this is my thank you to the listeners for uh, sticking with me for this amount of time. It, it was really, really fun. Uh, I got a lot of different ideas just by reading this for the fourth book alone, and the third book came right, 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 right after the second book. I wanted to jump into it, but it had to be something that was cohesive, something that meshed with the rest of what I was saying. And it really was fun. Uh, the last part of the series was the Elder Talk, but the third book is The Seat of the Door with No Threshold. And this is the first time of me uh, explaining this said book. Uh, the book in itself had to be influenced by, uh, like I said, the Arabian Nights. And a key or a door or whatever the case, I wanted it just to personify um, that Alibaba, uh, open sesame type of mentality. And the band of thieves or the thieves that were in, um, what is that, that cave? It was really uh, an introspective period. I had shelved it, the idea, at first for a while. And at the end of the second book, I wanted it to be a preview of the third book. And so I put that in the ending of the second book, just so that I could springboard. And it literally, me working on and making a preview of the book always adds to me automatically working on the next book. So it's like, Literally, if I finish a project and then add the next project to it, it's already dang near halfway done if I'm working on a preview. So it, it's very uh, a good way to have that if you're uh, working on something as a project or working on your own personal um, experiments or inventions to always leg yourself up or give an alley-oop. And this is one of those things that I would do. And the third book, psh, like, it's just totally different. I'm looking at the chapters now and how I did it. it it's really, um, what would you call this? Shorter than the second book, but the, the impact, the words, everything I made makes sense and it wasn't on purpose 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 like I knew that I was coming back to it but I wanted it to have a different flow from the first first book and different from the second book those books one the explanation to me getting the flow three that one was 
like swimming and you like treading water for a while and I wanted to have depth but to still be on the surface and having a butterfly stroke to just traverse different continents, different subjects, and, and that was one of the funnest things too. Oh, ooh, 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 okay. This is another thing. This is to the listeners and to this is anybody else. I don't do personal accounts. I don't do what would you call journalistic fashion. This is not a journal. This is not an account of my life that I can go back to and comment on and say that this was um, something that I wanted to do as a project for my journal. No, I'm sorry. My personal life is not for anybody's uh, curious nature but my own. And this personal account is only in the regards to this and the story. If it doesn't tie into the story, then I will never, ever, 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 uh, did I say that many evers, uh, give an account of what I do on a personal basis. And that's not even if somebody asked me that conversation or asked me that question. It, I, like I said before, as an artist, there's a point of being an artist and I don't want to give an account of my personal just because it's none of anybody's business. If someone asked, I can tell them what I do or did today. <laughs> but what I did a month ago or a year ago uh, is none of, none of anyone's business. And it's just as a personal development as an artist that we, we love to know about everything that the artist does. And, and I found that very funny and very mercurial because I know that my favorite author, I don't care what he does. <laughs> I care about their well-being. I care about them eating great food and living their best life. But as far as the story, if it doesn't tie into the story and if it is not as far as in the continuity of anything, I kind of... It's, it's not on my to-do list of cool things that I care about. It, it doesn't even matter. So I just wanted to make that of note as, as an interesting thing. And the messages that I impart are not for <clears throat> future consumption. You can take the message how you want, but understand from the artist, the person that wrote it, it's meant for you in many different ways. It's packaged as if it was meant uh, for now and many, many different years, 10 to 20 to 50 years in the future. And on a podcast, on an audiobook. <laughs> Take these messages how you want, but know that this is a creator to another creator or anybody else listening how they gain the, the messages and, and how they look at the characters is completely open to interpretation. And that's how all art kind of should be. <laughs> Just a lot of it. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, back to the story. The third book 
is a different vein. It, I introduce different scenarios and different scenes and it once again expands upon the world of celestial. Say for instance, I have a floating, what would you call this thing? A floating whale. And so a giant whale that, that floats in a forest. And just to have an impossible idea like this rings true as to the impossibilities in life that are always there. And you must understand that if everyone forgot their memories in this giant world, and I said this many times, then anything is possible. Then no one can discount anybody's personal accounts in any way, shape, or form. One, it being their own. Two, anything is possible. And, and there could be uh, mermaids underneath the ocean. There could be things flying beneath the air, beings floating from different places, such as the floating island. The, the, the level of mysticism and things that make this story so special is that that is always in the back of the mind. It's always in the back of the story, and no one can discount that. There are instances in the third, and I'll include it in the fourth book, where people argue about the existence of certain things and uh, an account of a person uh, giving a, a witness um, account like that or stating something that has happened to them also once again is questioned it, because that person didn't see it but this person did and it's his word versus theirs type mentality very schoolyard fashion but to a wise person, and I say this in many instances and included in what the characters say in dialogue, is like, well, even if I didn't see this said thing from this person, that's this person's truth. So I'm going to have to go on this person's side and say that, okay, maybe that's a possibility. You never know. Hey, and I give, you know, accounts of these things from the characters saying this. And other characters having these different discoveries and self epiphanies, but the the element of surprise is always, 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 always there. There's nothing of normalcy other than perhaps a conversation. The characters themselves and how they dress, uh, their customs, how they fashion themselves, uh, ethically, or uh, the ethics behind uh, their races are completely different and their sense of pride and the things that would make them proud would and is very foreign to us even in this world and it would be something from a Dr. Seuss uh, book or something like that just in the sheer level of absurdity of what the things that are, are heralded or looked to as uh, great things and one of those instances would be in the city or crystalline village where uh, I had the, the king that was upset that his people had forgotten their memories and he had forgotten them too but the sense of custom now for them is a sense of fashioning an idea of how they should run a system and so they should meet up in the middle of the city in the citadel 
and then fashion a, a proper what would you call this idea or a list of ideas and to run said ideas and if an idea doesn't run then they go into the one that is the most optimal and that is a very foreign aspect in 2022 around the world in this world earth 616 <laughs> no i'm joking um that was a reference to marvel by the way but um it to look at something and not want to tyrant something and, and be a tyrant about it and this is my rule or the highway type of mentality but to test something as if a scientist would is generally <clears throat> the case when looking to different aspects of this story and so the third book if you were looking at the first oh like okay that's the introduction second book is him getting a different rhythm getting a, a motion with it the third book is kind of like um a different color so it's kind of like you're putting all these different books which are all endless by the way in a crayon box and book three would be just a different color in itself it'd be like a towards the end towards purple or indigo or something like that in the sheer level of how the characters come off and how they are expressed even if these characters are from the first book which they are and I introduce more of it it's it's a, a deeper expansion or a different look into uh, their themselves and uh, I had the time God on there and it's a very curious thing to have a character named that for one and then two um, for that said character to forget their memories and so it is almost a humanistic or a very personified way of looking at uh, this said thing and and how they go about fashioning or re-establishing this connection with art or this uh, thing is, is a, a curious thing it is very uh, childlike once again and this is one of those instances where I wanted, once again, people to look at it and then look back at the story again and then to reestablish, oh, well, that was, huh, I wonder what I would do in that situation. Like, I always want them to interject themselves into these characters for a moment and to understand a personal flaw in the character, but not themselves and, and to look and not to judge the character, but to peek in on their lives at that moment and to see, okay, well, what would I do in that situation? So that is the ending of book two and introduction to book three. And I'll go into book three a little bit more and to explain how the world had changed and the time lapse from the beginning of book one to book three. And truly, there is no true, 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 big, big time lapse. There are gaps of time, and it is no continuity at all. Um, the only thing that one could truly say is just me continuing certain storylines from the book, from book one to book two and then to book three. 
and, and I'll comment on which ones those and that do that. But I'm truly thankful. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. One day I'll jump on other people's podcasts and they'll jump on this one. And truly, they, this one will just be me uh, telling a story, honestly. It's, it's story time. And then I'll go to theirs and be like uh, listening and observing all the cool things people do on podcasts and argue and have these viewpoints and look in people's heads. Now, I find this, once again, very mercurial. But for me, I, I'm a share share cat. So I like stories. I like uh, ideas, imaginations, and how good someone can do something uh, right on the spot, honestly. And just come up with something and how that makes it a spontaneous, uh, random event. (laughs) So thank you guys for listening. Uh, Hit the subscribe button. This is V. And uh, be looking for more. The more you guys like all the pieces, um, the faster it is that I upload. So yeah, thank you. Peace, peace.